Welcome. You've got mail. It's the Millennial Midlife Crisis Podcast with Justin and Sean. Take it away, guys. Alrighty, everybody. What's up? I'm Justin. There, Sean. We are the Millennial Midlife Crisis Podcast, coming in hot on this Wednesday night, December thirteenth, twenty twenty four. Sean, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm just peering into the distance of seven more school days until winter break, and that's what's got me going at this point. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Got that, and I got to take my car into the shop. It's squeaky. Which probably is not a good thing. So, well, you know, what are you going to do? But other than that, uh, like I said, we are the Millennial Midlife Crisis Podcast. You can reach us in a variety of ways on your podcast app of choice. You can check out our quick little mini website at linktree.com slash MMC podcast. You can find us on facebook.com slash MMC podcast one, which is where you could be watching the show right now. Also on Twitter and my LinkedIn. Uh, you could email the show at MMC podcast one at gmail.com or call. Or text the show and leave a voicemail at 1-815-905-CLUB. Um, we got a big show tonight, Sean. It is the one, the only, the first, the semi-annual, first annual Christmas extravaganza episode. So we were talking about this, uh, what, last week, this weekend? I don't know. What do we want to do for a Christmas episode? And we just figured we're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at this for Christmas. So favorite Christmas movies, favorite Christmas TV shows or TV specials, um, Christmas songs and best Christmas gifts you ever got. We got a, we got a couple different things here, but then we're going to get down to it and we are going to see if we can figure out is die hard a Christmas movie. And I did pull up um, just to do a little research. I did pull up Bruce Willis's comedy central roast a little couple few years back and he had something to say about that so we can talk about that as well um but before we do that we got to ease into the show we don't want to we don't want to start too uh too crazy so sean in order to uh tell people more about ourselves he's prepared a few more questions for us but before we do that we are going to go back into the Wayback machine i just realized we need to do that first we literally just talked about this. What? No worries. No Two worries. minutes ago, Sean. No um, worries. We are going to do we'll bring back one of our segments. I honestly have not had a chance to work on theme music yet because children and life and work. But we are going to go all the way back to December 13th, 1994. Do, 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 um, do. That would have been 29. This is why I wasn't a math major. 29 years ago. Um, Sean. Yes. Is there anything from December 13th of 1994 you want to take a guess at first or should we just start? What would you like? I just hit me. Well, I'll guess. I'm 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 ready. All right, Sean, what do you think? Oh, I love this song. What was the number one song on December 13th, 1994? It's tough. I don't know why I want to say it's a salt and pepper song. I don't know why. No, I am sorry, but I can tell you the number one song for this week was Here Comes the Hot Stepper by Any Kamozi. Have you ever heard that song? I may have probably. That is a really good song. It's um got a little bit of reggae Jamaican flair. Um it was also used in an episode of It's Always Sunny a couple years ago, which was pretty good. Um, number two, Boys to Men on Bended Knee. Okay. Good song. Uh, I remember that was definitely an early like Sony BMG catalog penny for CDs purchase that my parents <laughs> made. Um, up next, number three, we have The Real McCoy, Another Nights. That is a oh, song. Yeah. We play that for my daughter, and she runs around the house dancing to that song. So Absolutely. I don't know what that says about us as parents, but um, <laughs> that's a jam. And I'm, you know, now that I'm 36, I'm not afraid to admit that. 20 years ago, I would have said, oh, that song's stupid. Um, up next, number five, number four, sorry, I can't count, is Always by Bon Jovi. I do not know this Bon Jovi song. Do you know Always by Bon Jovi? I don't know. I. It's one of those things I guess I'd have to hear it. I'm sure there's somebody screaming right now, it was my prom song! <laughs> it probably was. And then lastly, number five, oh, this is probably my favorite TLC song, and that is Creep by TLC. Oh, okay. Good You're not song. a Waterfalls guy, really? 
you know, Waterfalls is fine. Is it overplayed? Is that what it, you're thinking? Yes, it's overplayed. Yeah. And Creep, I just think of Michael Keaton in the other guys referencing all the TLC songs. And I know he mentions Creep at least once in that movie. So, yeah, I think he also says Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, too. But that's oh, neither but here I mean, nor there. Who, who, who hasn't said Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls? Who um, hasn't he said Waterfalls? Yes. Uh, we also have... Now, you're the movie guy. So... I'm going to be honest. I well, I've seen one of these. What do you want to take a guess what any of the top 5 movies on December 13th, 1994 were at the box office? I'm I'm going I'm going Forrest Gump. Uh I am sorry to say that is not correct, Sean. Damn, I thought it came, I thought that was about that time. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The most popular movies on December 13th were the films released in theaters close. No, yeah, this is the ones that had the most, they made the most money this week. Right. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Whatever. Um, all right, number five, Nobody's Fool with Paul Newman and Bruce Willis. Did you ever see Nobody's Fool? Nope. No, I couldn't tell you anything about that. Number four I have seen, and this movie is god-awful. That is Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> uh, Raul Julia. I think it was his last movie before he passed away from cancer. That's just which, sad. Which I know the story I've read is that he did that movie um, for his kids because they wanted him to do that. Um, and obviously it didn't go so hot. Uh, number three was Little Women. I did not see that. Susan Sarandon, Winona Ryder, Kirsten Dunst, and Claire Danes. Number two, I have never heard of this movie. Shallow Grave with Ewan McGregor and Carrie Fox. Ewan McGregor was... And Christopher Eccleston. He, Ewan McGregor was popular enough back then. Like, I, I, I don't want to sound know. shitty, <laughs> but I didn't see that coming. Um, all right. And then, number one, I've heard of this movie. It's got Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins, uh, Legends of the Fall. I've heard of it too. I'm not... I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. And then, lastly, real quickly, the top five most popular TV series on that day. Florian three Rosa Roth picture windows side effects in space Ghost, coast to coast. I know one of those. I know one of them. Yes. <laughs> this I'm starting to wonder if this has got a British tint to it because I'm looking at the top five video games and two of them are cricket games. So, um, I, I think you, you screwed me on this. I think I, I did I, screw you. I, 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 does, the, does the end of your website end in .uk by any It chance? does not. It <laughs> does not. I swear. I was thinking about that. Um, yeah, okay. The song is correct. Uh, the song is, yeah, no. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But anyway, you know what? Let's move to a better segment. Sean. <laughs> Sean. A segment that is that is Sean's wheelhouse. Sean, what... um got a couple questions of the week for us what do you got for us sean well in the spirit of christmas as we are you know today right now which i i want to point out i do not have a christmas sweater but this is as close as i get but oh i do have christmas spirit right okay here. what do you got oh sorry i just eggnog Eggnog, I, you know, I've come around. It took me a long time to come around, but I really like eggnog. That was that, I, that was leading into my question was if Justin was an eggnog person or not, because it seems like you're either column A or column B. You don't hear too many people go. Yeah, it's OK. No, you know, I equate eggnog in the holiday season with candy corn and Halloween. You either are in or you're yeah. out. And I am in on both. I love candy corn. And I love eggnog. Now, you get make it like a little spiced eggnog, um, even better. This may or may not have fireball in it. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, no, I would say um, in terms of eggnog, I want it out of like a carton. I don't want it like I've seen movies. I don't know if people actually do this where it's just in a giant like I almost said a vase. No, not a vase. They a giant. Do serving bowl and people kind of spoon it out kind of like in christmas vacation right right there's something about that that does not appeal to me um, um i don't know a what friend about you? of my boss's makes it every year and okay. um yeah it, it's it's i'm with you on the carton thing um but it was it's interesting to know that there are people that like i'm gonna make it and just yeah i wouldn't even know where to begin i no. I, would get, I would get salmonella 
Yeah, I would probably just put eggs and milk together and be like, eh. yeah. When you when you think about like the actual like what is eggnog, um, it sounds disgusting, mm-hmm. but it it goes down smooth. It's good. It's tasty. Yep. All right. What else you got for me? Um, I just want. I think the, our tens of listeners want to know: Are you one of those like? Especially now, since you have the kids, are you guys gonna like all dress up in the same PJs on on Christmas morning? And, okay, and take the family picture under the tree. Or are gonna, you just like come as you are? I'm gonna say no, but uh, I don't make those types of decisions. So, um, I you know, for all I know, Sean, there has been pajamas purchased for me that are being hidden somewhere in the house that I know nothing about. Um, we did a, a couple of years if ago. Not, we there are now. There are now a couple of years ago, we did a Halloween photo that was news to me. And I was given a skeleton onesie to wear for the picture. And then I was told, don't wear this again to keep the tags on it. Cause I know you're never going to wear it. It's going back to the store. And it went back to the store and she hey, got her money back. So smart woman. I don't think so. To be honest, Erica's working this year. She's working both Christmas Eve and Christmas day. So, oh, um, it's going to be pretty low key. And honestly, I hope the kids kind of sleep in Mason's too young. Maddie understands Santa and gets excited when she sees him on TV. Um, and she's going to lose her mind when she sees presents. But uh, other than that, that's probably it. So Got it. nothing too crazy. What about you? Are you, are you and Kelly like uh, matching outfits and all that? I, you don't strike me as that kind of couple. No, except for we did do it for the one and only Christmas card we gave out like five years ago. So don't, don't think that you are off our list or anybody else in our friends list that didn't get a Christmas card. We've, we've done no. it once and just never. If it wasn't for Erica, we would never have a Christmas card done. Um, the only the only thing of Christmas cards I have a say on is she'll say, okay, here's the photos you can choose from. And then if I don't like any of them, it's my job to try and find a photo that I like that then she also likes, which is difficult. Um, this year, we were supposed to all take photos. We were going to you know, dress nice and take a photo in front of the fireplace. And that never happened. And we we yeah. did that. It was uh, Kelly, myself, and Dixie, our dog, mm-hmm. and um, it it went. But hyper black lab trying to sit still, taking pictures. Yeah, no. I think if you look closely at that picture, if I remember right, I mean, there's multiple pictures. There's one where I'm trying to be funny and holding her ears, but it's more like I was just holding her. You know, it's yeah. Just, yeah she's a ball of energy and once you start throwing in the pets too or children or what you know anybody besides yourself it gets real dicey real fast isn't uh is it didn't a famous director say like don't ever work with kids and animals i i can 100 percent support that and i don't (laughs) i don't direct no i remember one year erica was trying to get a picture of mac and she was literally like it was it gone on 10 minutes of trying to position him under the tree this is before kids and holding treats and carrots and things yep. trying to get them to look just right i'm like oh my god who no one cares just we take the we picture just, we just went through that just as as a as kind of a farce thing up in uh our place in wisconsin we we bought one of those entertainment centers that have the built-in fireplace oh yeah yeah those are nice yeah and we just wanted to take a nice picture of the dog in front of it because she was laying in front of it, of course, when nobody was paying attention. But then we were like, oh, that would be a cool photo op. Of course, then she comes walking over or she's she's laying down or not. You know, she's not paying attention or whatever. So, yeah, it was um, it's there's some bumps in the road here. And it's um, I don't know, more work than it's worth. Maybe is that is that too, you get, uh, I, I'm in the book of like i'm giving it five ten minutes and if it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen i'll, yeah, give, it, it, I'll give it a shot it's either going too quickly or you're done exactly so, all right well now that you've led us into this christmas uh extravaganza uh where do where do you want to start sean you want to start with like best movies best gifts you got as a kid i mean that ties into the 90s best tv specials you know there's always Christmas episodes of different sitcoms and cartoons where I'm going to give you full dibs. You take what you want with this one. Um, We could do the, we could do the present thing. Cause we were okay. kind of talking about, you know, Christmas morning and whatnot. Yeah. Any, any um gift when you were a kid that like, you just absolutely lost your mind. Like that, that video of the, of the brother and sister screaming. Cause they got Nintendo 64. Uh, well, 
I can I can tell our our listeners if and most of them know us anyway, as we've talked about before. Yeah. I was very much a spoiled child on Christmas due to the fact that it is also my birthday. That's right. I I forget that every year. <laughs> as do I, and but mine's because I want to. Yeah, um, I get that too. Uh, so my my point in this was, I had kind of like carte blanche for like bigger items mm-hmm. where you know like uh because again it, like we talked about before we were not super well off we were comfortable right. but not middle cl- solid middle yeah, class it, right? absolutely yeah. so like you said like getting an n64 or getting a playstation or something that's that that was that's big like, time yeah so then that that's what i would you know i would i would go i'd cash in all my chips like birthday mm-hmm. christmas yes <laughs> You know, mom and dad, you know, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, grandma, whatever, pull your pull your money together. Like, this is it. Yeah. Um, I did get through the years, we did get some of the gaming systems, which was cool, but I, I must say, my mom, I think it was my parents, I should say, and my aunt and uncle chipped in one year and bought me the um I got to go to a race card school. Oh, cool. So it's a lot of a lot of people do it for I know my father-in-law did it and stuff for like team building and stuff through their sure. through their yeah, work. work. But you literally just you sit in a classroom for like an I it sounds bad, like an hour. Okay. And then they there's your car. Yeah. That and well, you that get to go kind of fun. And uh I had my obviously like we said, my birthday's in December. I had to wait till like August, but well worth the wait oh yeah um it's a story that i tell to people i'll tell anyone who will listen um and even those who are not listening just to hear me tell it again so it's it was a lot of fun um i don't think i'm on their naughty list but i definitely was not their their uh their favorite that day oh so um when you drive when you do this, they have what they call a spotter and it's a guy that's up in the stands and he watches you and you have a radio. Yeah. They give you a thing in your ear and you put the helmet on and, and he'll, he'll talk you through the lap. Um, and cause it, it's not hard. I don't, I don't want to make it sound like it's, it's very difficult, but that's part of the realism too, is they have a spotter at yeah. the same time. They have professional drivers racing full bore. If you wanted to do what they call the, the, like the ride, the riding experience, this is where you just sit in the passenger seat. Oh, so they got to tell you when those guys are coming up on you. And right. So, on. right. so anyway, I mean, I'm, I'm in contact with this guy. Part of the part of the schooling is they tell you to be three feet off the yellow line, which is the bottom six feet from the wall for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> now the real racers are like six inches off the yellow line and yeah. right up against the wall as well. So anyway, I'm out there first lap. Just getting a feel for it. Love it. Having fun. Second lap, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go for it a little bit. And I dive bomb it into one of the corners. And I'm six inches off the yellow line. And the guy's on the radio. And he's like, dude. He's like, we told you. You can't. Yeah, you don't, can't don't, you don't, don't do that. Don't do that. And I was like, I, and in my head, I'm going, I know, I know, I know. So I go off the next corner. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm cruising. I'm, I'm having fun. Last lap comes. And I'm like, you know what? I may never ever get this opportunity again. So right. I full bore just hammer down, go as hard as I can in this thing. And I get into one of the corners. And if anyone knows about like performance driving or anything, it stepped out. So the car got a little, what they call a NASCAR loose mm-hmm. to where the back end wanted to come around. Now I didn't oh, go into full, I didn't go into full born drift. Mm-hmm. But it's stuff just like if you're driving on ice. Sometimes you just got to make that little, yeah. little correction, little adjustment. Yeah, right. So I catch it and I make the little adjustment, and the next thing I know, I hear this dude in my ear, and he's like, "Seriously, you cannot drive our cars like this." Right, right. Because that's got to be, ex- and yeah. For some reason, I, the radio didn't work after that. I know it's I, funny I, how that works been, out. I, exactly. And I same thing. They tell you to warm up the brakes before you come down pit road. I'm having such a blast. I completely forget Minor about details. that. I Minor come in detail. pit road. I'm coming in hot. Uh, I push the brakes. 
brakes don't work that well. I'm trying to pump them up, get heat in them. I'm like, well, this is this is end of days for me. Here we go. Had a good and run. I, I I go right down pit road, and the, you know, all the guys are like, whoa, 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 and I I I was like over the moon, and I still am. And like, that's a hell of a gift. God, it was so much. That's fun. A hell of a it Christmas. Gift. Absolutely, so much. That's fun. Awesome. Well, it was Christmas birthday, and it was a joint thing. So yeah, but still, that's that's awesome. why I haven't done it since. Not because I'm banned, as far as I know. I think well, it's more. I just... mean, you might have to make a few phone calls first to find out, but. Yeah, but I mean, if oh yeah, it was totally my worth lap it. times were comparable. I mean, at least I it's did totally, it right. totally worth it either way. That's awesome. You know, I'm gonna be honest. Mine, the ones that I have from when I was a kid, I don't know if they compare to that, but I have a couple um, that really kind of swing into like the '90s nostalgia. Um, I remember in fourth grade, that was the heyday, the high water mark of starter jackets. Yes, and I remember I got. I was lucky enough to get a starter jacket. My parents got me one, but um, I was always somebody who never wanted to get the ones that were like based on Chicago sports. I wanted to be the uh, contrarian a little bit. So I got, because I loved the color, I got a nineties teal blue Charlotte Hornets jacket. Now keep in mind, this is also the glory days of the bulls second three Pete. Uh, and I was a Bulls fan, but I also was a Muggsy Bogues fan. So uh, <laughs> I, I had the Hornets one. Um, so that was a big deal. And it was, that, I don't know if you remember, those were the, the ones back then, at least that were popular, were the pullovers where there yes. was actually, there was no zipper. Right. And that, that thing was so big on me. I wore that thing probably so close to middle school because it was just way too big for me. But, you know. Well, and then it had like the kangaroo pocket yeah. in the front and all that. Yeah. yeah I, I had an Orlando Magic one. Nice. Very nice. So yeah, I so wanted that, a Bulls one, but we couldn't find one. No, that I mean, I don't well, I think that might have been a thing too, is like at the time, you there's no way you're gonna find that, right? Like one of the biggest deal, the biggest popular jackets on top of one of the most important franchises in sports at that time. So so that was a really big deal. I had that forever. And the other two obviously video game related. Um, the first one I remember it was Christmas of 92. I was kindergarten. Maybe I don't know, but I got a Sega Genesis. That was, you know, my big coming off of an, an original Nintendo that my parents had from before I was born. And then this was, this was mine. I had Sonic the Hedgehog and, you know, NBA jam and NHL 94 and all that kind of stuff. So that, that kind of was my gateway into that. Um, and then a few years later, I remember my parents saved up and got me a PlayStation one. And that was, that was a big deal. Cause that, that was, like, was, yeah, I remember I got a baseball game and my sister got crash bandicoot because they had to get her something in case she wanted to play it. And I, and we have like video or VHS recordings of me being like, to my sister, who's only two years younger than me, you know, you got to be really careful. These aren't cartridges like Sega. Like, you get your fingerprints on these discs, and you're going to break them, and I'm going to be mad. Yeah. And my parents are like, just relax. Chill. It'll be fine. You're like, no. No. No, it, no, it will not. So those there's there's plenty others. Like, you know, I remember when I got my first, like, really good hockey stick for ice hockey and stuff like that. But um, those really spring to mind. I'm trying to I'm looking back on our Facebook page here. Um, let's see here. Lynn uh, Marie wrote in and said for gifts. Nowadays, she enjoys anything that is warm and comfy. Candles, robes, throw blankets. Um, I'm not there yet. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not there yet. But thank you for writing in. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think that's the only one we have for Christmas gifts. Um let me check. Hold on here. Um, but yeah, like I just remember as a kid, it was such an exciting time. Like, oh, yeah, I don't. Were you a kid that would go snooping around the house looking for your stuff or no? Not really. Um, I did stumble across it once and it was legit by accident. Um, okay. I. um What was it that I, I think I found a board game or something that. Um, okay. My parents had, uh, I don't know, I guess bought and shoved in the attic. And uh, I think I was looking for Christmas lights or something. I was helping them. Mm -hmm. And I think I was like, oh, maybe this is the bat. And I didn't say a word. No, I didn't. I went. Oh, no. And I just, because it was something that I had asked for. And I was just like, well, all right. right, We'll have to see how that turns out down the road. I 
I um I don't I don't think my parents know this, and I know my mom listens to the show. When I was this was 2007. So how old was I in 2007? I was 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, I've never done this before. I've never done this after. I remember they were gone. I don't know if they were out of town, but they, my parents were gone. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I was, I was by myself. And I remember I'm like, I want to know what they got me. And I was 20. Like, <laughs> not like I couldn't wait another two days, three days. And, and plus, I remember, not to not to interrupt, but twenty is like the year. It, it's at least in my family, <laughs> it's like when you're like, you're phasing I want out this. Yeah, and it's like okay, like there's yeah. no, there wasn't really yeah. surprises anymore. No, it was just and like, I, what do you need? What do you want? Right. This. And Go I ahead. just remember, I'm like, I, I really want to know. I, I'm gonna blame whoever I was dating at the time. It had to be their fault because I clearly can't take responsibility for my own actions. So, um, I went looking, and sure enough, like my parents. I don't know if it's because I was I'm I am not I was I'm a very trustworthy person like they they had them pretty much out and open in their bedroom like I literally just had to open the door and there was a bag and I'm like oh yeah that was something I asked oh this is my stuff and kind of took a peek little little looksy loo looky loo and uh I was like huh all right well that was cool and then you know Oh, my mom's in the chat. <laughs> Hi, mother. Uh, yes, I, I remember it was the year she got me NBA 2K6. It had Shaquille O'Neal on the cover for Xbox 360. So um, that was the one and only time I ever did it. I was 20. Yeah, 20. It was eight, nine, oh, 07. So uh, I've still felt horrible, so horrible that I've never told them about that until now. I didn't know she was in the chat. I figured she would just listen later. Said it only took 25 years. It only took 25 years. I don't know what that means. I'm 36. That wasn't 20. Oh, yeah, oh, it was. It was 15 years ago. Yeah. Never mind. 16 years ago. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So that is my one thing I got to get off my chest. We also had someone write in from one of the Facebook groups I'm a part of who said their favorite uh, Christmas gift was the year they got the GameCube when that came out. I think that would have been like 2000 or 2001. That was around the time as the PS2. So thank you to Michael for writing in about that. Um, Sean, where do you want to go to next? You want movies, TV, music? Um, we could we could do the movies. We could do the, or is that going to lead to the ultimate question? Should we save that for the end? We could say, yeah, we could save that for the end. I guess. All right, I guess TV shows then, huh? Yeah, I don't. Um, in terms of TV shows, I love the "It's Always Sunny" Christmas episode. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. That's a really good Christmas special. They even work in a little bit of like the '60s Rudolph, like um, puppeteering. Okay. It's okay. it's really funny. You got to like It's Always Sunny, though, because it's dark. If you don't like It's Always Sunny, it's not for you. And do not watch it in front of kids would be my other thing. Um, but I, as a kid, I remember like the Simpsons had some Christmas episodes. That's I how remember, they got uh, Santa's Little Helper. Yes, that's right. I remember Home Improvement always had a decent Christmas episode because um, it was usually Tim was trying to like win a lights contest or something. If I'm not right. Mistaken. Right. And, yeah. So I, I vaguely remember that. Um, that's about all that comes to mind for me. What about you? Uh, I know that there was an app. Ep- a lot of TV shows did this, but the one that comes to mind is the married with children's. Okay. Um, Cause Al kind of has a, it's a wonderful life moment. Mm-hmm. And his, his angel is Sam Kinison. Oh, I do remember. Remember that? that? Yeah. 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 Sam Kinison. I just remember as a kid, I'm like, why is he yelling all the time? I yeah, I, I you know what to be honest with you, even as an adult and somebody who's literally studied comedy and stuff, I I, I think he was funny, but yeah. I, I don't it's I don't get it as much no. as some people did. No, and I've seen like a few, was it at least one time he was on SNL, I want to say, and even then I was like, Yeah, I don't I don't really yeah, not my style. Not my style. Yeah, no, I will I'm, say I'm the same. Totally unrelated. I watched the last two specials Mike Berbigula did on Netflix. Those were actually pretty funny. I was kind of surprised. And they're really heartfelt, too. Like, I don't know anything about him as a comedian, but um, really good. Good. And they're like a little, a little over an hour long. But anyway, um, okay, I got to ask you Christmas songs. Uh, I have changed my favorite Christmas song as I've gotten older, but the one that I still hate to this day is Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> I hate that song. You and my wife are in the same boat. It is so bad. That, it's, it's not good. No. 
No, that song, and I also am not a fan of Grandma Got Run Over by the Reindeer. Got run off, got, got run, see, I can't even say it right. Got run over by a reindeer. I don't know what it is. It just, I don't know. It's like, hey, Grandma's dead. We're going to sing a song about it. Isn't that funny? I don't know. That It's just weird vibe I, for I me. get that, but I, is, I know my dad really liked that song, mm-hmm. and it was, like, as a little kid, when I first heard it, I thought it was funny. I I understand where people find it annoying and so on. And so I know my my grandma hated it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because my I think and my dad used to kind of tease her with it too. Okay, I here's one I have to ask because I literally every year I go back and forth. Now this year I like this song. Last year I hated it. Where do you stand on Paul McCartney and uh, what is it called? Um, Wonderful Christmas time. I've I've always liked that song. I, I okay. grew up in a Beatles household. Okay. So between that and this is Christmas, the John Lennon one, mm-hmm. they're they're okay in my book. That one I don't mind. I, yeah, the Paul McCartney one. There's some years I absolutely hate that song, and it's just like it's too sing songy. And then there's other ones. Why other years I'm like, oh, that's really sweet. Uh, hey, Jennifer's in the chat. She says we have a stuffed reindeer that sings, and the kids always ask, why is this a Christmas song? <laughs> I would ask that too. All right. Uh, oh, Kelly also writes in and says, I hate Dominic the donkey and I oh, want yeah. a hippopotamus for Christmas. I actually like the hippopotamus for Christmas song. I'm okay um, with it. Yeah, I, I will say as a kid, my favorite Christmas song was Feliz Navidad. And I still like that. It, you know, Jose Feliciano, I think. Yep. But um, as I've gotten older and a little sentimental, I am all about Nat King Cole and like okay. the Christmas song. Like, you know, Real, real good. Um, the other one, it's a running joke between my sister and I. My parents had the Amy Grant Christmas CD when they were when we were kids. That and could that, not that, be any more nineties. That thing could not get played more if it tried. Uh, the there must have been burns on that CD or grooves in it from the disc being read so many times over the holidays. But like because of that, uh, that is like when it's November first. That is the first C- Christmas CD I put on or stream. And then I take pictures of it on my computer and I send it to my sister and then we laugh because nice. we're we have a weird relationship. So um, what about songs you do like anything you do like? I I like a lot of the unorthodox stuff that a lot of people probably don't know too much about. Um, OK, if you're familiar with Brian Setzer. Yes. Oh, he has, yes. He has a Christmas album. Mm-hmm. And it's all, you know, Santa drives a 57 Chevy yep. stuff, stuff that if you know me, you're like, yep. Not yeah. surprised that he I would still remember when he got his was the Brian Setzer Orchestra that got they got real popular right around the same time as like the Cherry Pop and Daddies and that, Z- that Riot, the swing, ska, re- yeah, swing, ska swing yeah. revival. Yep, yeah. Um, but I'm also a Stray Cats fan from like before oh, that, yeah, yeah, Stray Cats Trot and all that yep. stuff, yeah. Um, I literally just figured out what the Cherry Pop and Daddies is in reference to like a week ago. And Spunky the dog. And Spunky the dog. There's a trend here that we're starting to notice. Yeah, and that's okay. It's that's okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that that is a good one. Um there is one by an 80s band called The Waitresses, and it's Christmas rapping, I believe it's called. That's pretty good. It's kind of got like a little bit of a punk ska vibe to it. It okay. doesn't get played as much. It used to get played more. I haven't heard it this year yet. So I always seek that one out. Um, I've kind of gotten away a little bit from the classic stuff. Like I like it, but I like um, when there's new stuff. Like, for example, Jimmy World, who is a band I loved in high school. I used to be able to play some of their stuff on the drums when I was in a band. But they did a a cover of Last Christmas by Wham. Oh, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. I know there is a online game that I've seen people played called Whamageddon. And you have to try and make it through the entire holiday season without I hearing that song. I just read about this maybe a week ago. So one of my friends had it on their Facebook page. I literally heard it like the first week in November. I was like, I'm out. I'm still in the running, I guess. Wow. And now I'm now this is going to be like the Assassin game. And people are well, Sean, it's a good it. thing I uploaded it right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. Um, all right. Well, let's get to the big one. The movies. Oh wait, wait! Oh wait, wait. what do you got? Let's you got get more to songs? the big music. All right. Oh, where does Justin stand on Mariah Carey? At this point, I'm indifferent. I really liked that song. I did not see that coming. Good. For I you. really liked that song when I was younger. 
but now I feel like it's so overplayed and it's kind of like been memefied. Like there's all these memes of her being like, Halloween is over. The queen is being thawed yeah. and you just see yeah. her in like a vat of ice or a block of ice or whatever. Right. It's still fine. I mean, it's a good musically like it's a fine song. It's definitely overplayed. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Definitely overplayed. It's um, funny. It's funny. You said about the memes because in like the car world, mm -hmm. there's a there's a big meme and it's uh, my car's making this horrible noise and it says take the Mariah Carey CD out. <laughs> Done. Um, there's a, I think it's a Christmas baby. Please come home by Darlene love. That's a really good one. That's kind of a, an older one. Um, Oh, the other one that's probably like in my top five right now is the drifters version of, Oh God, what's it's in home alone. Um, hold on. Let me look it up. Uh, white Christmas by the drifters. Yeah. That I'd love that song. I, and that's a great version. It is. It is. And it's kind of it's kind of just a fun, not not goofy, but kind of just a little bit upbeat, a little more uh, fun. That is the one problem with Christmas music. I think that's why I, I stray toward like Brian Setzer and that yeah. kind of stuff. There's like five Christmas songs and yeah. like everybody does a version of it, which is fine. You're 100% entitled to that. But I can't hear the same song no. over and over. And I don't care how many different people do it. And how especially many people, there's still magic in Frosty's hat. I get <laughs> it. I know. Thank you. Um, and, th and that's a problem, too. Like this year, I, I started listening to Christmas music right away. And so when you start listening after Halloween, you can only hear those songs so many times. Kelly exactly. writes in and says the Michael Buble Christmas album is one of her favorites. That's another one I know my sister loves. The very first time she saw his name written down, she goes, oh, I didn't know his name was Michael Bubble. And I'm like, it's because it's not. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we had a few other people write in. Um, let's see here. Melissa wrote in. She goes, I have an honest question. What makes a Christmas song or a Christmas movie enough to be considered Christmas? Most of the Christmas songs played are not Christmassy enough for her. For example, she says last Christmas. What makes this a Christmas song? Because they say the word Christmas in it. The word Christmas is in the title, but really it's about someone with poor relationship judgment. She's really digging deep that's, on these. That's deep. And I didn't realize that we were like answering questions. Not that I'm <laughs> against it. I love it. Keep the questions coming. I just didn't know that people sought out seeking information. Dr. Sean, you know, <laughs> PhD yeah, well, in thugonomics. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> man, that that's a great question. Truly. Um, I, I, I guess by that definition, it's not a Christmas song. Yeah. Well, because we'll, like we'll get into that more. Mentioned, it's about a troubled relationship that just happened to break up or whatever, have their issues around Christmas time. Right. Uh, Jennifer Wrightson says the only correct answer to the best Christmas song is Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. Nope. I don't mind that song. I don't do boy bands. Well, OK, that makes sense. I get that. Nope. Um, I'm not a big Christmas fan either. So that, that's two strikes right there. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, Melissa. Oh, Melissa wrote in a second time. She said, all I want for Christmas is you is probably the best Christmas song there is with a great message. It's not about the presents and decorations. It's about who is there. Unfortunately, it's been so overplayed that people get annoyed, get annoyed by it. Sure. I kind of agree with that, though. It's it's she's right, because in the same, you know, like in the in the Wham song, it's or whatever. I gave you my heart, you know, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't, I'm more of a cursory listener. It's just like, la, la, la. You know, I'm not. It's in the, not, it's background noise. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I do, I do get her, her message. I get her idea there. So that, that, that does make sense. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's any others that are calling my name. You got any, any other songs? I mean, that, I'm, I'm. I, I'm good with the classics like the Elvis Christmas. That was another oh, one Blue that Christmas. was played. Well, yeah. just his whole oh the whole uh, collection. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> it's I, like Office Space. <laughs> I celebrate that guy's entire collection. <laughs> um, I also am a fan of some of the Beach Boys Christmas stuff. I think that's pretty good. Oh, Merry Christmas, Baby. That's a cool song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in um, oh, what is it? Little Little Saint Nick. I really oh, like. Yeah. 
that's a good one too. So a lot of it is the ones that you don't hear on loop. Like you might that's, hear once every couple of weeks. And those are the ones I really enjoy. That's my point. Yes. Yeah. Cause like I said, re, re, like uh, I can hear frosty once or twice. Yes. And then I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Frosty is one. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. No, no, no. And, but I'm glad you brought that up. Cause frosty is one, both the show, the TV special and the song. I kind of like, ah, I'm good. I don't, I don't, I don't really need to. I watched it every year as a kid sure. and enjoyed it, but I get it. He's going to be in a greenhouse. The snow's going to melt. We're going to do this all over again next year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to the movies while we're at it. Sean, yep. movies, let's start with movies you enjoy around the Christmas time that have a Christmas vibe. What do you, what do you got? I mean, I, you got to go National Lampoon's Christmas oh, Vacation. Number one with a bullet for me. Um, I it, it, it's slightly unorthodox again, but that's just me. I I love Bad Santa. I'll be honest, I've never seen Bad Santa. Really, never. And I don't. I I I like Billy Bob Thornton and stuff I've seen of his, so I'm sure I would like it. Yeah, it's, um, it's, that's those are my two. Other than the the one that we're saving for the end. Yes, I. So okay, you have to tell me if I'm just being too. Uh, anal retentive or, or obsessive compulsive on this. When I go to drop the kids off uh, on the corner of the subdivision that our sitter is in, someone's got um, the light up Clark Griswold inflatable of him, like connecting the lights. Okay, great. And then he's also got the family truckster with the tree attached to the top, like in the movie. Mm-hmm. However, the family truckster that they've used is the one from the original vacation, not just the normal, so it's like, the truckster, not a normal wagon. Yes. And I'm I, I have to cry foul. You are not a true fan because that is not the correct car. That is from the wrong movie. I they, I'm a stickler for that kind of stuff. So yeah, no, I agree with All you. All right, 100%. good. Because literally every day I pass it, I'm like, oh, that's not right. That is not right. Like I get it, but you know, reviewing the movie would have been very easy. It's 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 probably like a tourist wagon or something. I don't it is. know. That's exactly what is that it what is. it is. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, Christmas Vacation, number one, Home Alone, yeah, probably number two tied with like a Christmas story. There's something special, though, about a Christmas story. Like we would maybe watch that once after Thanksgiving and then we wouldn't watch it again until the, the all day 24 hour mm-hmm. marathon on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whatever. Um, where do you stand on Jingle all the way? It's OK. Yes. Um. I, uh, to be honest, I need to see it again because I saw okay. it. I think I've, I've only seen it once and I saw it like pretty close to when it came out because yeah. oh, it's not, wow. yeah, it's not like in the running. Like you could go to your TV right now and one of the movies that we just named is on, We're all on 24 seven. Yeah, right, right. And in, in, it's just jingle all the way for whatever reasons, just not. In the running, or mm-hmm. I shouldn't say in the running, it's not in the lineup. It just never seems like it's it's on. I love I have a soft spot for Arnold Schwarzenegger, so I definitely will seek that one out. I think I own it on DVD. I'm looking at our our shelf right in front of me right now, but there's there's a lot of good one liners and Phil Hartman and Sinbad to yeah. me. Great. Is it stupid? Yes, I will be the well. first to admit that. Um, all right, Cla- in terms of classics, um, are there any classics that you enjoy? Like I'm talking like like it's a wonderful life or something like yeah black like and really white black and, and white and or, all that kind of stuff. I'm pre, not pre sixties pre fifties you know. No. What about um Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? Any any fascination mm-hmm. with that? Mm-hmm. That is one that as I've gotten older I really enjoy. Uh, the original I've never seen the new one. Um, but oh Eric is now in the chat and she's agreeing with Jennifer about NSYNC. Go figure. Didn't see that coming. Um. She was trying to get the Alexa to play that the other day, and the Alexa's like, "You don't have Amazon Music. You can't just pick what you want to play." <laughs> <laughs> Always works for me, though. It's funny how that works. Um, I yeah, I love Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the original, and I, I don't know where I stand on It's a Wonderful Life. Like the movie after he jumps in the water and then Clarence shows up, I like that half of the movie. Right. Be, the the first half or three quarters like i get it setting up the whole ending but man is it drawn out no i agree with that you know? I, yeah you're i'm just like you know i i used to do a really good george bailey impression but i'm not going to do that on a podcast that goes out to dozens of people 
Um, so next time you see me, I'll do it for you, Sean. Um, involves Zuzu's pedals. Anyway, um, yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas. One thoughts, one way or the other. That's good. I forgot about that. To be honest with you, that's, that's one. That's I. I like that. I used to always make it a uh, a point to sit down and watch it and DVR it. But now that it got moved to more, I think it's on Apple TV like only. Haven't had time, and we don't have an Apple Plus subscription or Apple TV Plus subscription currently since Ted Lasso ended. But um, I know Erica is a staunch believer in the like it's a weird Wonderland Charlie Brown Christmas two crap. I don't know what that is. It's not the it's not the original. It's like they they made another one in like the late eighties, and it's all different mm. sound sound it's not like sound alikes they don't sound the, they don't sound the same so probably not uh kelly writes in and says the jim carrey version of the grinch is one of her favorites i have never seen that version no no that jim carrey always scared me like him in the costume always creeped me out it's it's good it's it's i think that's another one where it, it has its moments where it's a little drawn out and it's a little yeah. slow motion but he's he's fantastic i'm sure it. that i don't out and i know they they did another like cg grinch movie like what within the last 10 years i want to say it was the people that did minions did it i don't i don't know who does that the sounds voice. that sounds right never saw that i've only seen the original and i i could take or leave that i don't know i feel like i'm getting into like a grouchy old man like rudolph fine yeah i liked it more as a kid you know if santa has a naughty and nice list why weren't all the other reindeers on the naughty list like come on you should know that they're being jerks to Rudolph. That's Santa was a jerk to Rudolph. San- <laughs> That's the real. Santa's not who you think he is. Um, yeah. What I, about I sper- perfect, perfect uh, jumping off point? What, what's your thoughts on Tim Allen and Santa Claus? I like the Santa Claus. Or I remember seeing the first one. I've seen it a handful of times. I enjoyed it. I never saw the second or third or fourth or fifth one that's on Disney Plus now. So I, I can't say anything else about those. But that first one, I saw a thing on Instagram today. It said that uh, Tim Allen's character in that movie is supposed to be 38. So yeah. that really uh, bummed me out. Um, yeah, I don't want to be Santa Claus. That's too much responsibility. And uh, no, thank you. But um, yeah, it's not bad. The elf was it the elf squad or elves or whatever that secret group was. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When you yeah. go to rescue him. Um, jo- How about uh, elf? Elf is, elf is like a full-blown classic to me now. Like when it first came out, I was like, this is fine. But now I that is one that's probably in my top five for sure. I really like that one. Uh, Erica wrote in and said the correct title is called It's Christmas Time Again, Charlie Brown. And it's better than the original one. Darling, I love you, but we can't be right all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no one is perfect. What can I say? Um, as he walks as I'm to going to walk upstairs and my stuff's going to be on the curb. Um, anyway, uh, should we get to the debate here? I think we should. All right. So I I don't know when this started. Maybe like since we were in high school. Is that when that, I don't remember this being a thing when we were kids? No, maybe it was I not wasn't a thing aware when we were kids. So if you don't know what we're talking about every year, there's an argument on social media at this time um, is die hard a Christmas movie. So Sean, I'm going to throw it to you because I honestly, this is going to make for a great podcast. I don't know how I feel about this. I I'm a great, fence sitter and i do that really well i'm gonna try and not do that here but where do i want to know where you stand first and then maybe i can kind of get some ideas bounced off of you well then my friend let me put on my big city lawyer type suspenders (laughs) and make you uh believe and walk on over to our side that that yes yes indeed die hard is a christmas movie with the caveat that's this is going to be the real controversial take my friend oh as is Die Hard 2, because it also takes place on Christmas. That's true. And there's snow in that one. There is. <laughs> you ready for this? Yes. The original Lethal Weapon. Okay. Takes place around Christmas time. True. And somebody just pointed this out to me not too long ago. The original Rambo takes place around oh, Christmas. Oh, I saw that online. Oh, that might be a bridge too far for me, but yes, I think you're right. I think doesn't Gremlins take place during Christmas too? Uh, yeah, that that's another too? one. Yes. I've never seen that, but um 
Yeah, I don't. So we we do have okay to, to to piggyback off of that. Melissa wrote in and said yes, it is a Christmas movie. Erica wrote in and said no. Erica does not like that movie. I was so excited to have her watch that a couple years ago, and she's just like, "It's fine." I'm like, "No, it's not fine. This is like one of the best action movies ever." Um, and you know what's cool about it, and this is why I think she doesn't like it, but we do. Mm-hmm. Because Bruce Willis is like Joe Everyman. He's yes. not Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's not Stallone. He's not like hugely. He's buff. not I mean, He's in no. good shape. Right. Yeah. He's in good shape, but he's he's more just like cunning, and mm-hmm. then he's funny, and it's yes. just fantastic. And yes. it's not Christmas in my house if I have not watched it. That is true. I I I, I do lean that way. Lynn wrote in and said she watches Die Hard at Christmas every year, but Christmas Vacation is her favorite. That's fair. Uh, my mom wrote in. Robin wrote in and said favorite Christmas movies: Christmas Vacation, Rudolph, White Christmas, Home Alone, and Christmas Chronicles. That's the um, um, Kurt. Uh, oh, what's his name? Another '80s action star, Kurt. Uh, Not Kurt Russell. Yes, Kurt Russell plays. Oh, it Santa is Kurt Russell. Oh, okay. Santa Claus in that. Um. Oh, oh yes, yes. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. On Netflix, another sequel recently. Goldie Hawn's his Mrs. Claus in it. Right. Let me throw this at you before I forget, real quick. Yes, yes. Are you familiar with the movie Trapped in Paradise? I feel like I should be. Nicolas Cage, John Lovitz, and Dana Carvey. They they're three brothers and they rob a bank in a small town on Christmas Eve and they get stuck there. I think at some point I must have had that on, but didn't know what it was. It's that a, sounds it's, it's not the best movie, but it's it's entertaining enough. And it, I just like I said, I I like to throw the curveballs if no one's noticed that by now. So we did have uh, we also had a Twitter poll online, and sixty six percent of the people said yes, it was a Christmas movie. Thirty three percent said no, it wasn't. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a movie I enjoy. I love. I do hope to find it. I mean, I own it. I could watch it any time, but it's, I don't know. I'm, I am a big proponent of like, if something's on and just sitting down and watching it when I have time, which is never now, but um, yeah, like that movie, there's so many good one-liners and, oh, and God, Hans yeah. Gruber um, is an excellent villain. Great, bad guy. Great, great, bad guy. You know, um, you got, I almost called him officer Winslow. I know that's not his name in the, in the movie, but I don't know if you learned his name. Carl, I thought, no, Carl, I almost said Carl. No, I, Carl's Carl Winslow. I thought I thought they give each other names when they're on the walkie talk when they're on the That's radio. That's what I'm trying to think because he calls him Roy Rogers. Yes, and keeps calling him Roy the whole the, most right. of the show, most of the movie. I think um, he calls him partner, doesn't he? Yeah, maybe he does. But oh, see now I got to look this up. I need Welcome to, to the party, pal. Yeah, the, the, you know the ho ho ho. I now have a machine gun. Um, I have that T-shirt and I wore it to work yesterday, and I was so <laughs> mad that I couldn't wear it today. So, yeah, like, you know, like I said, Alan Rickman is Hans Gruber's excellent Sergeant Al Powell. They do they do call him Al a couple times in that. But I just remember him walking out of the convenience store or gas station and he's got all the Twinkies yep. and then he, you know, pulls up. They start shooting at him. He throws it in reverse, you know, he's screaming on the radio. Get down here. You know, it. Yep. Yeah. Just a great 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 movie and see now i just want to go watch it i was just thinking the same thing you know and the one-liners are great um the action's cool in it because it's it's real it's not overly cg it's not overly done no nakatomi plaza Mm -hmm. which is the the fox building actually yes yes yeah that is um now I know Bruce Willis. We, we mentioned it earlier in the roast he did with Comedy Central. This probably was about 15, 10, 15 years ago. He said it's he considers it not a Christmas movie, if I'm not mistaken, right? He does say that. So, you know, I don't know, but I mean, I, I feel like there are Christmas vibes to it. You know, I mean, he knocks over a Christmas tree when he's running up the stairs. That's true. He they're does. at a Christmas. They're party. at a Christmas party. What's uh oh what is the the guy that works for the company that's just a complete a-hole? Um uh, well, Ellis. 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 I don't know what you're doing, Ellis. Yeah. This is Holly's husband. He's a policeman. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Ellis? 
They're going to yeah. kill you. Oh, John, uh, we've been all. How can you say that? We've been friends all these years. I don't know this man. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then you got the, the reporter yes. you know, trying to get the scoop. He gets punched out at the end. Yep. You got Al Powell mentioning how he's afraid to shoot his gun because he accidentally shot a kid who thought he thought had a gun. Yep. And then he comes through at the end and he saves the day when is it Carl? Was that the terrorist? I think yes. so. Yeah. Carl gets up like out of the body bag he's in somehow and starts screaming. And then who's there with like the Magnum or Colt Python, whatever it is. And he real, you know, hand cannon. He takes yep. him out. And, and then everyone had a Merry Christmas. Yes. And I love the limo driver. Oh, yeah. Argyle. Limo, Argyle. Argyle's yeah. great. Argyle's looking old. I'm looking at his photo on IMDb. <laughs> it's really depressing. Or even, even just the opening. I love the, the conversation. You know what's fun about that movie, too, is to see how old it is. The fact that he open carries on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think it's he like, smokes in the airport. I think he does, too. I mean, Come to the if, coast. If he, if he doesn't, he smoke. He definitely smokes in the airport in the second one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is so. that is a series. I'll be honest. One and two. I one I love is my favorite. Yeah. Two is decent. Three's decent. Four I didn't really care for. I love three. With three is with Samuel L. Jackson, right? That one's yeah, pretty Jeremy good. Jeremy Irons is the bad. Jeremy guy. Irons. Yes. Four was Kevin Smith and Justin Long yeah. at four. That was okay. That was, was where okay. it started to jump the shark a little bit. I I thought that would have been a good movie had it not been a diehard. Yeah, I think I could see that. If they, I'm, yeah, you know, in, in, instead of Bruce Willis being John McClane and John McClane's in trouble again and all this other stuff, just if make it, it an been like, movie. You, right? Yeah, just an independent. Yeah. Just it could be, and and you could even do it the same format, cop or whatever. Yeah goes to get Justin Long. Actually, it could have been like a bounty hunter. I mean, who, you know, who cares? This is Officer Ron McShane. Right. <laughs> His wife is Molly Lanaro. I don't know. I, I don't guess know. I guess you're right. Oh, that's another one. That's another part in the first one that shows the 80s technology that he looks up her name on the computer. Oh yeah, the old, the old black with the green like the letters, DOS, the DOS, like the yeah. console commands. Yeah, I, yeah, that is that is a great. It's fun to look back at the old technology and a it lot of these is. like movies and stuff. And and you, I don't know about you, but like I kind of get nostalgic. I'm like, man, I kind of miss those days. It was it was a simpler time, dude. I as a lot of you guys know, I, I work with a lot of high end cars and stuff. I worked with a BMW today that it had automatic doors. You push the buttons and the doors opened. I could open the back doors from the front by pushing a button. Hmm. Yes, this is cool, but I had to get it. I, you had to like hit the button twice if the car was still running to get out of the door. And it was, it was, I'm like, what happens when the motors or whatever that does that break? Can you it still has get a manual out? Override. Oh, it does? There's, okay. there's a, there's a, um, there's a, there's a real handle, the, but the it's idea... like hidden. It's sort of hidden. I mean, the idea it, it, of somebody a in a Beamer being stuck just makes me laugh. I'm not going to. Right. Lie. But I mean, it's a showpiece. Like if I won the lottery and I bought that car, I bring it to your house and I show you once and yeah. then you're like, oh, that's cool. And then we both move on with our lives. Like yeah. that's not necessary. No, no, you're you're right. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I was trying to explain. I was in a classroom the other day and I was going over some programs with the kids and I'm like, you guys don't realize, you know, and then I just sound like an old man, like. Back in my day, we had to walk right. uphill 15 miles. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, you you couldn't just go on the Internet. You had to connect to the phone. And if somebody picked up the phone, goodbye. You know what I mean? Yep. So, but I digress. Um, anything you want to add about Die Hard? Anything you want to add about? Oh, see, now my brother-in-law is in here saying, Jake. Jake says, well, you are old. Thanks, Jake. Huh. Jake. Uh, Jake's only like a year or two younger than me. So, and he's a Packers fan, so he's got a lot of Ooh. problems. Yeah, Ooh. I know. That's what happens. Is there, is there a ban button? Can we? <laughs> yeah, automatically kick Keep... him from the from the. Great. Now we have two fans. Terrific. <laughs> we just and... cut our fan base in half. <laughs> Way to go. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I think I think we've come to the conclusion Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Now you want you want on the the limb that you would consider Rambo or First Blood a Christmas movie. I said that more to just... stir the pot. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't consider that a Christmas. Okay, I, I will say I do kind of consider the first Lethal Weapon a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. 
I can see that. Um, they do. I mean, Murtaugh's house is all decorated before they drive the car through it and yeah. so on and so forth. I, I totally get that. So, um, all right. Well, we've we've succeeded in our goal here. But you know what that means, Sean? Whoops. You know what the music means? Our time is up. All right. Well, there you go. There's our Christmas episode. We've but run through movies. More. TV. Sp- <laughs> That's what we do best. TV specials, music, songs, movies, Die Hard, Christmas movie. Yes. Um, we hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, or New Year's. I don't know. Just have a nice uh, nice holiday season. And uh, we'll be back either next week or the week after that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Sean, you got anything you want to add? No, just uh, happy holidays. Stay safe. Uh, and uh, have a little eggnog with me. There you go. I might cool. have to crack some open. Uh, yeah, if you're on Spotify or uh, Apple Music, iTunes, whatever, just a five-star review. That'll help push the podcast further up in the listings. And uh, we'll catch you guys later. Have a safe holiday and take care. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.